Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm Yoel Lagazo, and today I'm joined by Joseph Constantino and McKay Westbrook. Before we get started, though, just a reminder to follow and rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, of course, tell at least one more Laker fan or friend about us. Uh, also, head over to our Instagram and follow at Lakers Daily Scoop. We'd really appreciate it and um, to follow us. <laughs> One more thing before uh, we get started. Uh, it, it was reported that Kobe and Gigi were privately laid to rest last Friday. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't public so that his family could mourn privately. But as you know, Kobe and Gigi, uh, their memorial is set for February 24th, uh, 2020 at the Staples Center. Uh, but it's hard to transition from that, I know, but we're going to uh, do so anyway to Kobe and move on to our first segment here. So uh, we wanted to talk about, uh, on this first segment, the last few games that we had this week. So what did you guys think about them? Um, so, uh, yeah, so we, we played the Rockets, Warriors, Suns, and the Nuggets. Yes. Um, well, at last week when we talked about this, I said that if we beat the Rockets, we'll win the rest of the games. <laughs> but we lost <laughs> to the Rockets and won the rest of the games. Yeah. Because yeah. um, obviously the Rockets played without an actual center <laughs> yeah um and so that was a little disappointing but i i wasn't surprised about the warriors or the suns the denver win i was extremely proud of because i think um ad and lebron just balled out and so that that was really fun to see i got to watch some of the replays and some of the game as well so yeah i i think um the win against denver definitely showed some of our resiliency and um, our ability to to close out games, um, like Joseph said, LBJ and AD balled out. They both had fantastic games, and um, I think we had great participation from some of our other pieces. Dwight Howard played well. Alex Caruso came and helped out a lot. Um, Caruso, yeah. and uh well other than the denver game um i mean the the rockets loss was uh kind of a game i'd I'd like to forget about but um (laughs) yeah 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 i I think the other the other games kind of uh showed us a little bit more about about what's possible i love the way that ronda went off even though you guys aren't the biggest fans of him i yeah i i have faith in him i know what rondo can do and uh, <laughs> yeah when when it comes to it i think he can he can turn it on and he can make things happen 
Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you're right. I, I, um, Don't tell him I he's right, Yoa. Well, I, I mentioned it to, <laughs> to you guys, you know, after that, uh, uh, that game that he had, uh, was it the, yeah, it was the Suns. Yeah, he, it was uh, our win against the Suns. Uh-huh. Like playoff Rondo, like was activated in the, in the beginning, in, in February. And yeah. it, was, it was pretty cool to see that. Uh, and cool to, to see that, uh, that he, he was proving me wrong and proving all of his haters wrong. Um, I'd like to see him do this more consistently. Um, we didn't really see him do this in the other three uh, games um, this week, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that you could still see that he, he, you know, he still has it in him. But, you know, like I told you guys, this could just be because that same day they announced, or Darren Collinson announced, and we'll get to this uh, later, that uh, he, he decided to, to stay retired. Yeah. Uh, so this probably gave him some extra confidence going to this game that, you know, um, heck yeah, man, I'm, I'm yeah. going to be part of this team. Uh, I'm not going to get waived. My, my minutes aren't going to get uh, um, decreased. I'm going to, this, I, I'm going to be in charge of the second unit. And so he showed that uh, he could do that. Um, I'm hoping that he'll, he'll do that in the playoffs. Yeah, no, that's, uh, I still have some criticisms, I think, as far as for points and Megan Buckets, he, he showed us what he can do. Um, but there were just right. moments where I think he was still a little hesitant than what I used to see Rondo do, mm-hmm. where he wasn't scared of penetrating the defense and whether driving it down the middle, going for a layup, going for the, the contact. Um, I didn't see much of that. He did shoot pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I, I give, I give props to him for that. Yeah. yeah, I I absolutely think that there are still some flaws in um, the the style of play that that we've got. Um, it, it still tends to vary. I I don't think we've completely put it all together yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we're still figuring it out, but I I think we're we're starting to have these moments where we're like, oh, okay, actually this works. Um, works right. when yeah uh and and it's not um it doesn't have to be ad and lebron james basketball all the time you know exactly so. right right and and you know who's been killing it uh these last few games dwight howard i mean it it, yes. it sounds like he's been it, all season uh, i know like but but these last four games he's had uh double double let's see he had um a double double in the uh, Suns game and the Denver game. Um, did he have a double double in uh, the Warriors game? I'm not Can't remember. Uh, sure. Did you guys anyway, see that? Go sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, he he's just been killing it. You know, uh, his rebounding, his defense, the way he took uh, Jokic, the Joker. He just, mm-hmm. you know, he he uh, really good at defense and uh, defending. Um, uh, uh, Jokic uh, during the, the the Denver game. Yeah, and I don't know say? if you. Yeah, I don't know if you guys saw. He started shooting a few feet behind the free throw line for his. Yeah, feet. I saw that. I saw that. That was interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's that's what I've loved so far. Is that this is definitely a redemption time for him, just because uh-huh. he's willing to adjust. He's willing to take criticism. Um, minutes wise, I think he's he's doing pretty decent as far as for minutes wise. But I, what I really appreciate is his efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's in there, he doesn't he doesn't just contribute energy. He contributes numbers to the floor. He he contributes presence and right, and 
he he gets a lot of the defensive plays. Maybe it's not on the on the scoreboard, but mm-hmm. defense wins games, you know. Yeah, yeah. I just I guess I just also wanted to mention um Caruso, right? You you had mentioned that um was it you, Joseph, that you met, you mentioned Caruso? Um that in in uh the Denver game, it was um like 27, 27 seconds left on overtime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we were defending the ball. Jokic had the ball at the um, top of the key right side. Um, Caruso, uh, once they passed it to Jokic, Caruso hustled over there to close out on Jokic, and that forced him, uh, Jokic, to attack the basket. But then uh, you, you saw while uh, Jokic did that when he you know went to the rim to or tried to get to the rim caruso seemingly uh seamlessly uh rotated back to guard his guy murray uh who's making uh who's, who's pretty good that game you know and he, he was standing murray was standing it behind the arc and it looked like jokic was gonna pass it to murray but when he saw that uh caruso had rotated back to his man to guard him and you know he wasn't open anymore he he tossed it to the corner. I don't know who was in that corner, but KCP ending up ju- jumping the passing lane and getting that steal. And that's how that was a big defensive stop that won us a game. I, I just, I love how Caruso shows up uh, when he needs to, you know, and, and he was a game changer in, in that game. He came in, I think he came in in the, the second quarter and he changed the, the game. We went up. Uh, we then we uh, on the third in the third quarter we um, we lost that lead and then uh, fought back and Caruso was in that closing lineup. Um, Vogel even said after the game that Caruso was you know his secret <laughs> weapon. Yeah, uh, which was pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. The thing I love about Caruso is um, even if he's not. Uh, super consistent necessarily with scoring he's got so many of these other intangibles that that are incredible and he he shows up every game that's yeah one thing that I love about him he's Kobe-esque in mm-hmm. in that respect he, mm-hmm. he you know Kobe there was never a game where he was just sitting back and whatever about things Caruso mm-hmm. always always gives it everything and he's always showing up he's always there mentally yeah and uh, one of the bigger criticisms I've had for Kuzma is that he always seems lost on the defense. Um, yeah, and so yeah. when I saw Caruso, uh, not even just that play, but throughout the game being as active as he was, whether it's rotations or putting uh, double teaming one person and then rotating back, especially helping out with Jokic, like that's, that's huge. I don't see Kuzma mm-hmm. doing things like that, right? Being active and seeing as far as for his basketball IQ and, putting that to use. I, I don't see that in Kuzman. So when Caruso's in, the energy's up and yeah. rotations like that happen and we're able to force a turnover in the very vital vital minutes and last seconds of the game. Yeah. No, I, I love what Sir Caruso uh does on the court, man. He's he's a cerebral player defensively. Um so um we you know we end the uh we're in the all-star break all-star break now. Our record is 41 and 12. Um, Phil Jackson once commented that, uh, you know, if you win your 40th win before you lose, uh, 20, then you're, uh, that's a, that's a mark of a true contender for, for the championship. 
at the last time that happened for the Lakers, you know, where we won the 40th one before we lost 20, um, we won a championship. It was uh, 08 to 09 and 09 to 10, and that was with Kobe. Um, so we're, we're doing pretty good here. Um, yeah. I know we still have a lot of th- th- things to fix, but I'm optimistic. I agree. I think it's, it's, it's looking good. I know a lot of the Facebook groups or followers or forums or whatever, there's, there's some unbelievers in there um, that <laughs> feel like we should have grabbed somebody from uh, before the trade deadline. And we're, we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but I, I think we're, we're in a pretty decent spot. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's go, let's go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, uh, what happened with Darren Collison, but uh, we'll get back to you soon. See ya. Shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring our podcast. I recently became a brand ambassador for them. SeatGeek is a ticket app that takes the confusion out of buying tickets. They put a 0 to 10 score on each ticket to know if you are getting a good or bad deal. Plus, our listeners get $20 off their first ticket purchase if you use our unique code LakersDS. So hop on to SeatGeek.com and use promo code LakersDS. Again, that's L-A-K-E-R-S-D-S to get $20 off your first purchase. Hey, welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. Thanks for coming back. This segment we wanted to talk about Darren Collison. Uh, potentially the other t- the other free agents that are around, um, but we really wanted to talk about whether uh, the Lakers have enough as the roster currently sits and stands. So we know that Darren Collison, uh, it was uh, I think Sunday, right? This last Sunday, decided that uh, he's not going to return to the NBA this season. He's, he plans to stay retired. Uh, we know that the Lakers and the Clippers were trying to court him, and that was his preferred. Those were t- his two preferred uh, destinations. Uh, Collison informed the teams that you know it, the timing's not right, and it was really for, uh, I believe, personal and religious reasons. So um, there's other free agents out there, as you know. But do you think the the Lakers have enough right now from what we have? For what we have. Uh- from what we have, I think we've got plenty. I think we've got to just figure everything out and, and make things work consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rondo's more than capable of handling the ball and playmaking and, and doing everything that people wanted uh, Darren Collison to come in and do. Um, that being said, uh, I wouldn't mind having somebody like Reggie Jackson or Jeff Green come in. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't try to make uh, – I, I, I wouldn't bring J.R. Smith back in right now. You know, I don't <laughs> What about Dion Waiters? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't want any of these guys that are going to be uh, detrimental to, to the locker room, you know? Right, the chemistry. Um, he's right, had, right. Yeah, he, he's had some problems. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're, we're good where we're sitting. Um, I, I really don't think that there's anybody else that we necessarily need to throw in the mix. I think um, changing up our rotations a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Dwight Howard is uh, being very efficient, like we discussed. Um, right. If he gets more minutes, I I think he'll continue to do phenomenal. I 
I'm still um, for the for him and for JaVale McGee just splitting uh, splitting quarters, you know, like uh, playing 24 minutes each and right, playing right. the whole game. I, I think we should keep our lineup big. I think when we do so, we're, our defensive presence is a lot greater. We clog up the lane and them compare or uh, paired with LeBron and Anthony Davis is is near unstoppable on the inside. Mm-hmm. And if we've got good defenders like Avery Bradley on the outside, you know we're we're forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I'm kind of in the same boat as Macias. And and for for two reasons. The first one, um, I think our team is a playoff team. And the mm-hmm. second reason is I don't think there's too many good people to pick from. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the, the selection, I mean, it's decent, right? I just think if we pick anyone on this list, um, it would be more of a parallel thing. It's not really an improvement. It's a parallel move or is that what they call it? Yeah. Um, it's it's not an improvement for us. It's more of a risk for us because like what McKay is saying, whether it's in the locker room, on the floor, out, out, out outside the game, out, off, on, on and off the court, things like that can get in, in the way. And so... Mm-hmm. I'd prefer not to add anyone in the mix. I'd prefer for the Lakers to have fun with this all-star break, um, keep their head in the game as we kind of progress throughout that and be ready for uh, for the playoff run and be activated um, as we kind of move forward. One of the things I will say, though, is that I am excited to see if Rondo can step it up. Um, yeah. I like the mentality and I like the uh, the energy he showed during that Suns win where he, he dropped 20 four i can't remember how much he scored but 23 um, i think 23 yeah and so as far as for that energy i i have a little bit of faith that he can run the offense and one of the things that we talked about in other conversations is that um if we let rondo run uh, the offense or at least not like a lebron ad style pick and roll um one pass to the basket kind of thing if we have a little bit more um I guess a little bit more dynamic offense, change it up a, little, a bit. I think Rondo has that ability. I think he's still a little bit hesitant to to give that a shot, or even the staff is a little bit hesitant to give that a shot because AD and LeBron is working out, right? That offense is working out. Mm-hmm. But I think if, if we become a bit more dynamic, um, that's where our, our true potential really will shine. Right. No, I think that, uh, I, I guess I'm in the same boat as you guys. I, I don't, necessarily know if any of these guys on the list uh that are on in, in the free agent uh list are 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 going to be um you know game changers for 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 the lakers that uh w- will make us championship uh um you know that will get the championship for for sure um i think that we do need to rethink some things rotation wise, like McKay was saying. Um, I know someone tweeted this out the other day that the net rating when LeBron and Davis are on the court together are, you know, plus 10 when LeBron is out with Davis, it's plus 10. But when Davis is without LeBron, it's a negative seven. So I don't know what really what you should do with that. Maybe it's because Davis is out there with, with, uh, um, you know, Others that can't can't make you know that's not yeah. 
that's not LeBron. You have Rondo. You can't, can't pass. You, you yeah. can't, right. Well, you know, Rondo can pass, but he, he's, not, he's not LeBron. Yeah. So, I, you know, maybe that's just what, what that is. But uh, every, you know, it, it doesn't really bother Davis because he's always killing it out there. He's, he's getting over 20 points a game all the time. Um, so, um, so, yeah, I, I think that we, can, we do have enough. Uh, we talked about this uh, in pod, uh, our pod earlier, um, a, pr- a prior pod, I think, when I mentioned what Kobe had said to Stephen A. Smith. But I think we have enough. We just need to rethink some things if we need, we're going to mm-hmm. uh, uh, make some noise in the playoffs. But uh, let's go take, a, let's go take a, a little break. Um, so sit back, relax, and we'll be back. Be back. <laughs> welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast in our last segment we have some questions from our followers on instagram and uh they'd like us to to respond to them so uh our first question is from ellie underscore tunechi um the uh they want thoughts on the lakers uh, form when lebron is on the bench so what do you guys what do you guys think what's what's thoughts on that um, um i mean the, the you're never going to be as good on the floor when lebron isn't on the floor you know yeah. right um, right i i think we we've definitely got to improve that uh like you said um, our efficiency rating with uh, even with Davis on on the floor when he's without LeBron drops drastically. Um, I I think that's absolutely one of the aspects of our rotations that we've got to kind of figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's that's my biggest worry is that the reason why I was really looking forward for a more th- threatening point guard is that when LeBron is on the bench, mm-hmm, then we have a yeah. different playmaker, a different facilitator. Um, and so I'm ex- like I said, we, we talked about this in the previous segment. Um, I, it's, they're definitely weaker. <laughs> LeBron is the best player in the league right now. Um, but I think as far as our momentum, we're on the upright swing to where the Lakers can definitely handle it when LeBron's on the bench. Right, right. It's, it, I mean, we ha- we're 41 and 12. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we're doing pretty good. Uh, when even when uh, LeBron sits out, um, but uh, it would have been nice to have Darren Collison to to um, help our our uh, those lineups when LeBron isn't on the on the court. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Justine the Bean One Hundred Two <laughs> says, "Who is better, Kuz or Green?" What do you guys think? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Is the question who's better or or who's more consistent? Is it <laughs> or who's less worse? Yeah. And right, well, uh, I I think it's a little bit of comparing apples to oranges. Um, green, I feel sure. like, is more of a a specialty three point shooter. You know, more a spot up shooter. He's mm-hmm. um, he's a two guard for a reason. Um, I don't feel like he's got as much playmaking ability he knows how to get to his spots on the court and and hit a shot and every once in a while you know he'll he'll fake the three and drive in and and dunk but that's about as as dynamic as 
as he gets, I feel like, whereas Kuzma, when he is playing up to his potential, I feel like he can be a pretty um, dominant force. He can do it all. He can come in mid-range. He can take the three. He can drive. He can make plays. I yeah. think, you know, so like I said, it's it's a matter of um, different um, different rules. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I'll, I'm going to twist this person's question a little bit, Mr. Uh, Mark Zell. Um, or no, Justin Babine, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, who who would have I rather traded? Um, I would have rather kept Kuzma than Green. I would have rather that, you know, if there was a situation that we had to get rid of one player, it would have been Green. To a case point, because I think we would become more dynamic and more of a, um, a, a, a bigger threat down the stretch if we had Kuz and kept him for a few more years and really see him develop. And so at this point, definitely Kuz over Green. Yeah, I, um, I think, uh, you know, McKay, McKay has it uh, on the money that uh, uh, comparing apples to oranges. But I think that, uh, you know, we know who Green is. We know his potential. He's reached that. He's, he's gone to championship. He's a 3 and D guy. Uh, for Kuzma, he's still in his third year. Um, you know, we, we see him, uh, he's inconsistent this year, and maybe that's just because it's, it's of his role, but his ceiling is pretty high. We don't have no idea, how, you know, his potential, but it, um, I think that he has that potential to, to, to you know, be an all-star, be, be a superstar one day. It just it might take time, um, just like Brendan Ingram. Um, all right, so uh, next one is March underscore Zell. <laughs> Just wanted to say hi to Kyle Kuzma. I'm not Kuzma. sure if Kyle Kuzma is listening to this, but if you are, March Zell, says hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Elena, uh, uh, what? Go ahead. Oh, go sorry. Ahead. I I just wanted to throw in one more comment actually to um, the who's better, Kuz or Green? Okay. Yeah. Uh, question is uh, who I think has actually had more impact. Oh, on the sure. Lakers this year, right? Is pro it's mm. it can be argued, but I think Green has actually had a better okay. impact this yeah. year than Kuzma. I think he's had he's been a little bit more consistent. Well, because okay. Kuzma was injured for a little bit, partially, yeah. partially. Yeah. But I, I I think Kuzma's had some big games, but yeah, Green has yeah. had several good, really big games too, and he's been able to. Um, fulfill his role better mm. than Kuzma has fulfilled his role this season. Right, 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 right. And I, I don't know. I think that Kuzma is uh, is that uh, that player that we just want to um, we want him to succeed. But we also we we want him. Um, you know, if 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 Kuzma picks up his defensive uh, um, performance. And of course, his shooting performance, because you know his his uh, his potential is pretty high, and 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 we don't among all of the, the team, uh, the 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 players in the team, he's the 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 player that he's the young guy who could still progress and Absolutely. make his team better. Um, all right, so let's move on. Um, maybe we'll, we'll we'll need to save some of these uh, for next time, but uh, Elema. Uh, underscore Mamek said, "Hi, I'm from Croatia, Europe. Uh, do you know where I can watch live stream the memorial for Kobe and Gigi?" 
It's a great question. I don't know if they are live streaming it. Are they? I'm not sure. I think that's a good thing to look um, into. They appreciate the question, though. Yeah, very. I, I, I'm sure since they're making it a public memorial, and you know, not everybody's gonna fit in Staples Center. I'm, I'm sure that there will be something on, um, on several of of the sports networks. I would check Spectrum. Um, mm-hmm. Something as big as that, I would expect either. ESPN or TNT yeah. to possibly pick that up too. Right, right, um, right. Hard to say. Hard to it say really, though. Right. I think more details will be forthcoming. We'll just we'll just see where that goes. And if you follow our Instagram page, I'll be sure to uh, send that out and and notify everybody. Yeah. Okay. Last one, and, and it's more of a comment. Comment. To be honest, I don't mind signing other quality, experienced guys, but I want to see more time given to uh, Quinn Cook and Troy Daniels. They can shoot and are playing better than Danny and KCP uh, when they play at all. I don't think it's too late for the Lakers to try some more rotations before the playoffs, but that's just me. You know? Um, uh, yeah, that, that was by Ezekiel underscore right dot one, by the way. Yes, yeah. sorry about that, yes. Um, I, uh, to a degree, I agree. <laughs> and to a degree, I disagree. Uh, profound, Troy, McKay. That's profound. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> confusion. <laughs> um, right, confusion. Uh, so Troy Daniels, almost every time he steps on the floor, he, he impresses me. Every time, well, all two times I've gone to the Lakers games this year, yeah, uh, he's been one of the players that has been out on the floor, uh, you know, practicing before the the rest of the team even comes out to to start shoot around. Um, I think his he's working hard to stay um, in shape and ready for when he gets the chance. Um, I I agree that there's definitely room to make some changes in in. Uh, our rotations. Um, I absolutely agree that he should um, be rotated in more. Uh, I, as far as um, replacing Danny or KCP, um, who that's tough. I, I feel like I feel like KCP has been a little bit more consistent this year. He's had some inconsistencies as well, but I think he's he's shown up a lot more than than Danny Green. Um, Sure. But yeah. I, I think it's one of those things where you should feed the hot hand. You should play the people who are who are playing well. If KCP or Danny Green aren't having a good game, you know, ro- don't be afraid to rotate in one of these other players who are hungry, who are ready to go out there and play and kill it. Sure. Yeah. Right. And I think that's what I appreciate about our bench is that when they see someone struggling, I think our bench is – it's very supportive and very active. And so mm-hmm. I appreciate Quinn Cook and Troy's that they, they show that. And so when they do get to get those minutes in, they, they always convert, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always convert to points or defensive stops or whatever it is. And right. so I don't think I'm down to really replace Danny or KCP. Um, but maybe one or two games to test it out. And so sure. right. maybe help or maybe try to have them start and see if that works out for them. The thing is, is that if we try something out like this, it doesn't just 
put pressure for the more veteran guys that have been starting throughout the whole year. Um, that's a lot of pressure from for Casey and Troy that they haven't had, and now you're throwing them in a new mix. It's it makes it sure. a lot harder from coming from a bench role to a, a starting role. So, right, right, right. Well, um, well, thank you guys for your questions. We appreciate them and keep them coming. We'll answer the, uh, some more uh, next week. Um, but yeah, we're in the All Star break. There's no games uh, until next uh, the end of next week. So. Uh, we will uh, go, come back to you uh, but before then. So, um, all right. So that really does it for today for us. Um, thank you for sticking with us, sticking with us and listening. Um, again, tell at least one of your friends about this podcast. Let them know about us. Um, but uh, until next week, root for the Lakers, uh, especially those that are in the All Stars this weekend. And we'll see you next week. See ya. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.